Clark production. This is the Rush Hour with Avi and Elliot's podcast. G'day, guys. Funny update in my life. I feel like my husband Alex has changed for the better. Like he's a cha- he's a new man. Right. You know how he really hates when people come over to our house and stay. Like he gets pissy with me if I invite people to stay. Mm. So we got this family friend Angus, and in his defence, Angus is probably the most likable freaking dude on the planet. Like he's on the boat. Wonderful. Yeah, Canadian redhead, just great. Everyone like immediately is warmed to him because he's just so nice. Anyway, I asked. I said, Alex, would it be alright if we went to dinner with my friend Angus? He's he's you know, bought this boat with his mates, he's travelling around. So we did the other week. They got along like a house on fire. Since then, I'm not even in the circle of communication. Yeah. Alex and Angus have teed up different stays. He's staying with us again tonight. I don't even know. <laughs> Your husband famously does the... Steal friends. No. The, <laughs> the, the, the cast of Debrett or whatever you call it. The, yeah, the, the printout. The printout. Has he done that for... Yeah, he did day one. Yeah. What's yeah. it say again? Oh, it's like Casa Debrett, which yeah. is our surnames joined together. Good. And then it's like, here, um, help yourself to some continental hospitality downstairs where there's chips in the cupboard or whatever. The dog's name is Ted. He will sleep on your bed whether you like it or not. Uh, here's the Wi-Fi password, that kind of crap. Right, right, right. It's lame as, but he does it every time. He prints it off. We bought a printer for that reason. Because I thought his new hobby was finding um, friends that are at opposition radio stations because that's his latest Oh, thing. yeah, he does that a bit too. Yeah, he's a flog. Yeah, yeah we had one over on Saturday night. He's a flog. I was like, hide all the secrets. What's he trying to do? I don't understand. Well, I I mean, there's I heard enough people that work at Triple M to invite over. I heard from him that he had this really good mate that he used to golf with regularly who then gave up golf and he never sees him anymore. And I actually heard this friend has asked him to play squash a million times, mm. has asked him to, to join the rugby league club. He just joined and he was given it. So that I'm told this friend gave Alex options is all I'm saying. I've also heard that Alex has a friend who he's so obsessed with and is intimidated by, he never gets invited anywhere. <laughs> what happened to squash? You what did me you and not Alex get invited to? Squash. Everything. Everything. What did we not invite you to? Uh, dinner with the Canadian. Dinner with the Canadian. Dinner with the engineer the person the other, the other day. That's the Canadian. He's an engineer. Well, that wasn't a family thing because you invited the rival radio guy. <laughs> yeah, I saw your yeah. Instagram. That was when you were meant to be sick as well. Too <laughs> sick to Saturday remember to invite night. your best yeah. mate, huh? That was on a Saturday night. To be fair, in my defence. Oh, here we go. Luke Lum rarely has a weekend off. Like, every could've, day we see him, he's like, I went to a fling, and then I went to an engagement and a wedding. Happening. It would have been could've nice been to be honest, right? Gosh. I could have just yeah. politely declined. It's yeah. nice to feel appreciated. But well, you're it's not, not nice clearly. to be declined <laughs> all the time, so stuff is. When has he declined you? Yeah, true. He goes you're to, the one that does that. He's a rubber penis over here. He'll bend and mould what? into whatever you want him to be. It's a weird analogy. Oh, but yeah, I could have said a, rubber band. He was like, we were on the same page for a minute there. No, no, no. You're gross. Anyway, he's changed for the better. Yeah. i got a friend coming over tonight. Love it. That's my dream, you know, like always having people in the house. Yuck. I hate that so much. <laughs> anyway, radio show, i got to go. <laughs> uh, uh, AB, you've got a playlist uh, for the for the Tiny Towns tour, which uh, kicks off next week. Yes, I was very oh, sh- wait, excited. No, it's this Thursday. week. This week, you idiot. Thursday. I was very excited hey. to share that. Well, are you, you've shown no emotion about being stuck in a car with her for a I week. Just, He's excited about it. No, okay, so I'll, I'll tell you what I did for lunch today. <laughs> Yoga. I just left the office and I went home. <laughs> I was looking for you because the internet was down. I'm like, oh, where's Luke? Is that a stab at me as no, well? No, I no, just, both of us. Like I had this, I had this realisation that I was going to be away from my dog for a week and a half oh, and so I went home. Yeah. I think, a petition to let Sunny come on I the trip. I just sat there for 20 minutes with him. So, yeah, that was... <laughs> 
can we just bring him down in the car with the engineers? I would love to. No, because I'm in that car. I don't want a dog in the car. Have you met Sonny? It's like the most charismatic, I, I wonderful, want any dog gentle in the car dog. With me. I don't like dogs in the car. Oh, well, anyway. Um, what else did we do today? Georgie uh, Arnold. She was great. Yeah, she was great. Um, Elliot, you are about to do purchase something or put some money towards something that you there's probably going to get you in trouble. I'll get, I'll get my head kicked in uh, verbally because I it's just... idiotic. Well, you would say that. Some people say it's genius and it's... Um, what's the thing? It's an investment. It's an investment. Potentially. Entrepreneurial. Well, yes, thank you. I feel like you really... Uh, trying to air your grievances on the show today as well because your fun police today is also going to get you in trouble with your partner. And I think we might get some complaints to the station. Why? Probably. Because it's pretty discriminatory against an entire group of people. Yeah, but they're not real human beings. I don't think it's fine. (laughs) Well, they're not. No one cares about them. Not as much. You know, like they're lesser beings okay. is all I'm saying. I'll just keep, 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 keep going. We'll save that little bit of uh, audio I'll, I'll for stand by day. And also, we're not a financial advisory uh, show, but we have some financial advice for you on the podcast as well. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot are hitting the road and going on a Tiny Towns tour. AB, producer Luke, the Tiny Town tour rolls on. Where do we head next? ACQ Roadside Assistance is your road trip must-have. With 700 statewide rescue vehicles on hand, RACQ will help get you to where you'd rather be. Visit racq.com forward slash roadside. Yes, it is thanks to our friends at RACQ that we're hitting the road on Thursday for our Tiny Towns tour. We're firstly heading to Brandon and then down to Serena, across to Clermont, Alpha, Longreach and finishing up in Mutterborough, the geographical centre of Queensland. So where are we this weekend? We're going to be staying in Mackay oh. and the Whit Sundays. I, I get around that. Not too shabby. Yep. That's not a tiny town no. by any means. But it is all about weeks. those unsung heroes. And we are going to be spending a lot of time in the car together. So mm. you know me, I love a road trip. Love spending time with you, even though it isn't mutual. I have started to put together a bit of a guide as to what we could listen to and talk about on these various hours on the road together because it's 19 hours total that we're going to be driving. Why would you tell me any of this? 1,787 kilometres. There are great options for us, for instance, to fill one hour and 55 minutes. Of course, the lame is full soundtrack from start to finish. And if you don't like the movie version, obviously we can like, you know... Do like a London live version well, or something. Well, the movie sucks, but I do love Les Mis. I actually saw it once okay. in, in London. But we don't even don't... have to talk, just sing the whole time. No, I don't want to sing with you. Okay, number two, obviously mm. some great podcasts on the listener app. Yep. Howie Games, really keen for the one with Owen Wright, the surfer who, he actually suffered a brain injury while surfing and had to reteach himself how to train, how to surf. When I was seven years old, was my first actual concussion. I come off a wave there, it was a big one, went over backwards and I hit my head on the reef. You know, you've got an opportunity here to conquer your fear. Are you going to let this wave beat you down or are you going to stand back up and go out there? 10th of December 2015. I got the game wrong. I felt like I had the life knocked out of me. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the concept of listening to that is interesting and you shutting up. So many great Howie Games options that we can listen but, to another podcast. But you would commentate around it. This is what I hate about watching and listening to things about you. You make sound effects whilst things are playing instead of just listening. It's not sound effects. It's clever anecdotes and relevant information. And finally, mm. I am working on a mega playlist at the moment right. of all of the great NRL songs for us to listen to. <laughs> Here's the thing, Annabelle. Yes, the Tiny Town Tour is happening. I'm committed to it. We leave Thursday, as you said. First stop, Brandon. Wrap up Thursday week in Matabar. Which seat do you want to sit in? There's something I need to tell you. And uh, I was going to let you down easier later on, but I'm going to have to just throw you off the rocket now. I am actually not travelling with you. I've put in an official request, and I'm not sorry. Uh, we are now taking two you cars. Mean? You're travelling with producer Luke. Lord help him. And That's I, such a waste of money. And I picked uh, Brad. He's a tech with Team Triple M. What I love about Brad is that he is so quiet and never says a word. He's a church mouse. So we're going to have a silent road trip. You're going to be travelling with Luke. And that's just the way it is, mate. It doesn't mean I don't like you. It just means I don't like being around you. They're two very different things. Gee, thanks. I feel heaps better. The Rush Hour's Tiny Town Tour, thanks to RACQ. You can find out more via Instagram page to Rush Hour QLD. And actually, if you head to your local Triple M website, you could win a stay in Longreach whilst we're on that Tiny Town Tour in this amazing getaway too. So head along to triplem.com. You'll be at a different hotel, though, of course, to me. Is that is that the lengths we're going to do? No, towns. same hotel, but you're on, you know, level 10. I'm on level one, as far away as possible. I just want to gauge how much trouble I'm about to be in by taking some stories today, OB. Let's go one triple three five three. I want to know what your partner bought without your permission or roles reversed, what you bought without your partner's permission and just how much trouble ensued from there. Um, There'll be a lot of dogs, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Pets. Yes. Yep, yep. Um there's something I have an opportunity to be a partner in at the moment that I know if I present it at home, I'm going to get a straightaway no, which is why if I'm going to do it, I've just got to do it and then break the news afterwards because then it's done. You can't reverse it. Ask for forgiveness, not permission. Exactly. And I believe in that in all facets of life. Um, I have an opportunity to have a, a 20% share at the moment. Um, and a lot of my friends are doing this, which I think is why I'm desperate to a 20% share in a racehorse. And I know, I know, I know, but for me, that's a pretty cool. It, it's it's a relatively large financial sum. How much? Oh, it's a relatively large. No, financial. but how many digits? Oh, there's a few on the back Mate, of it. You said to me like a yeah. month ago, you were looking to buy a house yeah, next yeah. year. Yeah, still want to do that, but there's a like a okay, few thousand dollars that might be back. missing from from that. I'm not. I just we're saving for a house, but I could take a little bit out of the kitty. Here's here's the thing. Obviously, a racehorse potentially can make you a lot of money. Long term, and, and the person that's leading the charge here is is a racehorse expert. I know nothing about it, but I look at it as, hey, this is a great investment. My partner would never understand, which is why I just think, don't roll your eyes. Don't roll, roll your eyes. She, you, that's the exact reaction I'd get from her, which is why I should just do it and say sorry later. I mean, look, I'm no financial expert, but I did once read mm. a few pages of a Warren Buffett book. Right. He is like the guy when yep. it comes to finance, the big stockbroker guy. And he said, and his advice is... Don't ever invest in anything you don't know about really well. Like yeah, but you're not my an mates expert do. in. My but you're not an do. expert in horse racing. No, which is you why you barely know how to pronounce the names of the horses that we have to do in the sports bet every I'm week. I'm a big that guy. He's one of my favourites. <laughs> don't. <laughs> this is ridiculous. But 
It has legs, as does the horse that I potentially, no. anyway. You know what does have legs, and mm. I did purchase without the permission of my husband, no regrets, was our couch. Same thing. Love, Alex. See? Horrid taste. Yep. He was sending me options of couches when we were looking to purchase one. Yep. They were repulsive. They were lazy boys, like big, long, lazy boys. I you know me? Them. I've got an aesthetic. So I jumped the gun and bought the couch without him. How much is your couch out of interest? Oh, this no. is good. No. Yeah, unless how, you tell us about the horse. I just said a few thousand. Well, mine was a few thousand as well. I reckon yours is a few thousand more than my few thousand. <laughs> yes, I would like Bloody to buy business. a racehorse. Yes, I'm going to get in trouble at home. But to, to gauge other Queenslanders, one triple three five three. What did your partner buy without your permission? Or again, script flipped. What did you buy without your partner's permission? Gaz in Townsville. Firstly, mm. what did you purchase without permission? And secondly, how much trouble did you get into? Uh, instead of buying a, a two out of Hilux Grinner, I bought a Club Sport. Um, that varied in price from one was twenty five thousand, the other one was eighty thousand. Uh, on, on, on a scale of one to ten, um, probably about oh, an eight. Oh no, a ten. A ten. <laughs> ten. Right. And, and out of interest, because I, I won't be spending, what's that, a 60 grand difference. I won't, wouldn't be spending that much on no, a horse. No, no, you're a really good guy. I am. You're right. Gaz is a bad guy. Um, Gaz, bad guy Gaz, how long did it take you to get out of said doghouse, let's call it, and, and what task did you have to perform? Uh, I never performed a task. Right. Um, I never got any um, tasks either. If you can do without conversation, food and sex for a month... <laughs> Um, the conversation you can do without the sex and the food, no, you can't. <laughs> That's good, oh, well, you can sleep in your car. Oh, okay, we'll dear. go to Mackay now. Yeah. Ricky, yeah. what did you purchase without permission? How much trouble did you get into, mate? Oh, I was a smart one. Yep. Yeah, I had a little win on the pokies. I was going to buy a motorbike. Okay. Yeah. But I didn't buy it. Oh, so hang on. You you won a substantial amount of cash. You had the opportunity to go out and do it knowing you get in trouble, but was it the voice in your head that stopped you? No. It's that I'm six foot one, she's five foot two, and if she took a swing, it'll be a low blow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't condone okay. violence, but uh, uh, good on you, Ricky. Didn't carry. Donna's in Cairns. Uh, same to you, Donna. What did you buy? How long or how much trouble are you in afterwards? Um, I got two dogs from Yap. And I once bought a block of land <laughs> in your poon. Okay. Okay. There's a few things to look at here, Donna. First of all, which one got you in the most amount of trouble? Well, neither. None of them, really, because the block of land was sensational and the mm. two dogs were awesome. Do, do you... And These are good investments. I will give it to Donna. No, I, no stop. I, I hate to be this guy. Do you think it's easier as a woman, Donna? Because I feel like if a man did this, if roles are reversed, we'd be in trouble, whereas I feel like maybe you guys are better at talking yourselves out of it. Oh, no. If he came home with 50 dogs, I'd still be stoked. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, look, as, as Gaz yep. said, mm. we have the power to withhold. And so. what Donna is saying is don't buy one racehorse, buy 50. <laughs> I'm going to take her advice. It's very good. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. And I get it. School leavers are probably still at schoolies, to be honest, and they're having the time of their lives. However, once that's done, a lot of people looking at university, a lot of people probably in a similar boat to myself of, oh, look, I don't know if school 
school was necessarily for me. I don't know what is next. I don't know what my pathway is. Well, well this could be one. Now, introducing today, this woman's very talented. Uh, she's a pilot and she's a manager at the National Aviation Academy, Georgie Arnold. Hello, mate. Hello. How are you? Doing really well. Appreciate you joining us on the Rush Hour to become a pilot in this great state, in this great country. There's a genuine pathway for our kids. There is, and it's one that there is such a demand for at the moment. You can step straight out of school and you can become a pilot in less than a year, fully qualified, ready to fly around Australia. Now, this is the big thing for regional kids growing up. You always think, oh, if I want a big shot career like a pilot, I'm going to have to move to a bigger city. But you guys are potentially doing this in other places all around the state. Mm -hmm. Yes. So National Aviation Academy actually has a base in both Townsville and Cairns at the moment. Excellent for people looking to move, but, you know, not necessarily wanting to move to a bigger city. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's, there's great demand for pilots, as I said before. And, yeah, it's easily accessible for those kids in regional and remote Australia. Georgia, there's no nice way to say this about myself. I was a dropkick in high school. Uh, I, I just graduated St. Augustine's, that's fair. Um, and, and my results on paper weren't good enough to go and do a lot of stuff at uni and all that kind of thing. Uh, what do you guys demand from, from kids that are finished mark-wise? Does any of that matter? No. So I think a lot of people see pilot and they think you've got to be a brainiac straight yeah. away. And that was definitely me as well. You know, I wasn't that kid with A-plus grades in school. I love going and catching up with my friends and, you know, hanging around the lunch table. Oh, you that- cheated on your Tess as well. No, okay, I didn't so, go right. that she's far. Flying you around now. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely not. No, I, I did put some effort in. Come yep. on, guys. Um, yeah, but no ATAR score requirements or subject prerequisites to become a pilot. You pretty much just call us up, sign a couple forms, and we'll get you in the door. We'll teach you absolutely everything you need to know at flight school. You don't need any knowledge before coming in. Wow. And what about for farmers? I know a few of my friends who live out in places like Longreach and whatnot, they end up getting pilot licenses because it's beneficial for farming. Is that something that they can add on to their already existing studies and work? Yeah, definitely. So there's so many different career pathways available. I know for myself, when I first stepped into aviation, I thought it was just, you know, flying the big planes or doing a bit of mustering here and there as a helicopter pilot. But yeah, for both fixed wing and rotary pilots, there are so many opportunities available and definitely farming is one of them. Agriculture, so many different pathways pathways and it is very beneficial. Georgie, I have to ask this question. What's the money like? And I know all the gigs are different, but but can people potentially be earning good coin in the first few years? Definitely. So, you know, you look at, say, a university degree and it'll take you three to four years and still you, until you're into that career and working full-time and yep. earning on a professional salary, whereas the aviation industry, you know, you can be done from six months to a year and you're out there working full-time. And as I said, there is such a demand. It'll obviously depend on what career you want to get into, whether mm-hmm. you want contract work, whether you want to work up into the airlines. It really just depends. But, yeah, you're ready for a professional salary in six months to a year. And what's like the glamorous side of it? You know, I I loosely know this girl and her fiance is Chris Hemsworth's personal pilot. I mean, there's those kind of things like you're driving and flying around quite wealthy, famous people (laughs) privately here and there. Have you got any stories? Oh, look, yeah, everyone, all pilots call it a glorified bus driver role, is what we say. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but no, I I love every passenger that I get to take up. They all have their own unique story and that's one Mm. of my favourite parts of my job. But yeah, that's another thing, I guess, just the people you meet, it's just incredible and yeah, I'm a very big storyteller, so I love to hear it. All right, well, it's the National Aviation Academy you can have a look at, as Georgie said, based out of Townsville and Cairns as well. 
well. We'll have an off-air conversation, Georgie. We're meant to be going on a road trip this week. I'm thinking you fly me to all the regional destinations and, and AB and Luke can drive. I made playlists. You know how to exactly. find me now. <laughs> Georgie Arnold, a pilot and a manager at the National Aviation Academy. Really appreciate your time, mate. Thanks for coming on the Rush Hour. Cheers, guys. I would like to cancel the Mexican way TikTok. Hiking is done. People that go into caves. I don't want to sound like an old man, but live in the moment. It's disgusting. You're an idiot. It's time for Elliot to discredit and disown anything that brings people joy. I've never had to slap a fine on such a huge amount of people, despite them being so small today, Annabelle. Uh, Today... In the crosshairs of the fun police performing illegal activities, in my eyes, are the short kings and queens of this state. Short people. So me. Yep. You fall under this, unfortunately. So where does it where does it end? Like, what's your height limit for short people? Uh, for women, I'm going to say anything below 5'4", and for men, anything below 5'9". Uh, there you go. We just made up these laws. Okay. Interesting. So, and, and you might be thinking, well, this is ridiculous. It's actually not. Uh, there's a lot of valid reasoning. Now, tonight, my partner, because she's 5'1 just, has me going to Bunnings on the way home to pick up 17 different light bulbs and installing them because a whole heap aren't working. And, of course, I get tasked with that because I'm a tall human being. This is what short people don't understand. And, and you're always on about, oh, life's so much better for you guys up there. You've had life so much easier. You know, you're better looking, yada, yada. Especially for men. <laughs> Especially for men, I know women use us. Women only put must be six foot or above in their Tinder bios because you want us to reach the top shelves. You want us to do all the jobs. What extra jobs do short people have to do? And you know the one I hated the most growing up, and I bet tall kids in this state get it too. Oh, you must be good at basketball. Well, sometimes (laughs) we're not. Sometimes we're not coordinated at all. There's so much pressure when you're a tall person to achieve things, to be the one that is quite literally reaching for the stars, when sometimes we want to be as lame and miserable as you short people are. So you're going to take a stab at half of the state easily, I'm if not more. Them. I don't even you're know. You're getting $50 be fines. Because you don't want to do some jobs tonight. No. I just raised all my points. I told you why. I told you why. But, oh, I can't play basketball well. Well, at least you have the option. I wouldn't even get picked. What extra jobs do short people get asked to do at home? One day there will be an opportunity for one of us to crawl into a tunnel or something, I'm sure. Yeah. And that will be our moment. But it's yet to come. Constantly lifting up the state. And the country. I can't even reach my own medicine cupboard at home. Can you just let us be? It's tough. Okay, the other day when I was sick, yeah. couldn't get anything. Yeah, exactly. And who'd you use? Alex who'd put you our use? salad bowl up onto the second shelf. Your taller husband. Just sometimes at home, if you're with a taller person, you got a taller kid or whatever. Just do the jobs and be quiet about just, it. Just think about the plight that they have Rest as your well. gigantic legs later tonight. You get called a lot of names, Queensland, that's for sure. If you hate us, you ain't us, that's for sure. Now, Compare the Market have uh, released a study in regards to road rage. It says that apparently a quarter of Australians have either witnessed or experienced road rage, 78% of them to be exact, and in the lead in charge of road rage in Australia is the state of Queensland. We are officially the capital of road rage. (laughs) And it's not a title we want. No. 
So I think we've got to rejig that. I would say it's a title we've earned, and whether it's the heat that gets us or whatever it might be. I mean, most people listening have travelled through a fair bit of Australia. I'm happy to go on record saying I think we have the angriest no drivers. Way. I, I think it fits, mate. I drove to Sydney for the first time when I was about 23, 24. I've yep. never witnessed more road rage in my life than in Sydney. Okay. If you wait, if you wait for a second longer than you should, leaving in a green light, yep. you're honked. Yep. You're given the finger. People chase you down. Yeah. People chase you down. Hundred percent. That happened. Oh, okay. It's aggressive. No, sorry. And for I lived in New South Wales for a little while. Skills. And I think that they're worse. Okay. That's that. Right. I mean, the study says otherwise, but whatever. Let's just change it up. What are we the capital of Queensland? One triple three five three. So you don't want to be the capital of road rage. You want a more positive spin for the state like what? I mean, it doesn't have to be positive. It could be truthful, but a bit funnier. Like, right. for instance, I think we're the capital of controversial political figures. Oh, yeah. Okay. We've got a few. Yep. Love them or hate them, they're yeah. there. Or maybe it's just like the big three or whatever it might be. Whatever you want to call them. Yeah, okay. Capital of uh, animals that will kill you? Yeah, I would say that's a fairly accurate. Capital of youth crime, if, yeah. we're, if we're staying on the Sadly, that the is negative. it. I mean, uh, and I hate this, but you Queenslanders like to, to live by you- this. You, well, I'm not a Queensland. I wasn't born here. The, the capital of eight straight. Yeah, well, I mean, capital of rugby league, I would say as well. I'll, New I'll South Wales you, will claim that. Yeah, well, we did. It did originate. Just because you invented it doesn't mean you're good at well, it no, anymore. UK actually invented it anyway. One triple three five three. What are we the capital of? If you had to rechange it, let's get rid of the road rage thing. And also, while you're at it, stop doing road rage this I, afternoon and forever. I would say the capital of beer drinking. If there were stats True. put out there, whether it's good or not, I would say Queenslanders would win by a country mile. Maybe Western Australia, close. There's nothing yeah. else to do there. Very boring. Yeah. Capital of surf and turf. Reef and beef. Steak is big here. Like, yeah. we produce the best. In around that Darling Down yeah. CQ area. Okay. Magnificent. All right. Let, let's go to smarter people than us. What should Queensland be the capital of, even though I do believe we've earned the road rage one? One triple three five three. We'll go to Cairns first. Damien, tell us. Yeah, just look, say um, the people that travel along the Camarunga, Red Lynch Bypass, for In instance. Cairns. Yep. Yeah, they... Um, they're total muppets. Like they're <laughs> friggin like it comes to when it comes to when it comes one lane. Yes. They cut down and they do forty Ks in an eighty zone. And it's like what right. the what the hell, mate? Like Okay, really? but Damien, Damien. While that's great, we don't want to be the capital of road rage. What are we the actual capital of? Oh, road rage is pretty good up here. <laughs> All right. All right. On your day. Not helping my point. No, have a wonderful afternoon. Let, let's go to Mackay Stewart. Uh, AB would like Queensland to be the capital of something other than road rage. What do you got? I reckon it'd have to be the most shittiest drivers. Okay, so. <laughs> I mean, it, we're waiting. Damn it, if we're owning this, it's going to stick. I, again, and, and appreciate the call, Stuart. I. I I don't think that you can dispute it when everyone that is part of the Rush Hour family is shouting out the Not same everyone. Thing. Okay. Surely. Well. One more. Let's go to Cairns. Okay. Mark. Yeah, back to Cairns. Please yep. don't tell me something about road rage. I don't want to know it. I'm, I'm delusional. Tell us what we're the actual capital of. We're the capital of laid back people. Laid back people. Yeah, we're relaxed up here. We kick back. We relax. The capital of road rage is Melbourne by a long shot. Oh, 
Oh, Mel, you know why? Hook turns. Who knows how to do those? <laughs> we tried. It was a disaster. It's the most road, road, road rage I've had in a long time. Alex trying to perform a hook turn. There's contrasting suggestions here to go from two men that are quite clearly cranky on the road to laid-back people. Yeah, this didn't really work out. The no, way your, your campaign, I would suggest, needs well, a lot more work. Well, that's enough in Queensland. <laughs> You're blaming them. Bloody hell. You're blaming them. Yes. Not your underprepared. And I promise okay. I won't be raging when I right. drive home this afternoon. Okay. Or will I? Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. You might have seen the news, and AB, you were speaking about it this week. Uh, as of yesterday, the first homebuyers grant for young Australians has gone to $30,000, which is hopefully outstanding news. I don't know anything about this world, which is why we're bringing in my financial advisor who has no hair left, as he is my financial advisor, James Musa. <laughs> Hello, Moose. Hey, how are you guys? Really good. Uh, James runs Life Sumo. If you want to check that out online, C- can you sort of layman's terms for us, mate? Because a lot of our Triple M listeners, in particular their kids, are probably looking at buying for the first time. So if I've got a a twenty year old son or daughter, let's say in Mackay, want to buy a place for I don't know four hundred k something like that, with this grant, do you really need any savings attached to it? Well, first of all, Elliot, uh, it's a good chance you probably do have a twenty-year-old son or daughter in Mackay. But let's—it's a, uh, a very fair point. But let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, okay, so yes, it's uh, it's for Queenslanders. This grant is for Queenslanders. There's mm. different grants all over Australia, and um, you can use the grant as part of your deposit. But you do have to be buying a new property. Okay, so you've got to be buying or building a new property to get access to the $30,000. James, how much better off are kids with this? Because we have to take into consideration that the interest rates are, what, at like 6% at the moment. Are they much better off than, say, I don't know, 15 years ago when it was a $20,000 first-time owner's grant? Uh, Look, 20 years ago when the grant first came in, interest rates uh, were a little bit lower, not much lower than they are now. It's sort of even, Stevens. But what I'll say, and it's really important people don't get caught up in this trap, is if they were to go and uh, buy it, because you've got to buy a property under $750,000, if if they went and bought one and had to borrow 570 k their repayments at the moment would be close to $910 a week. So just because the grant's available, uh, you know, but you go and spend five fifty, five eighty, six hundred thousand. Yeah, you're still going to be paying upwards of about eight or nine hundred a week. So it's still quite an expensive thing to do. You should be looking to get into a cheaper property uh, if you can find someone who's doing buy and builds for three or four hundred thousand dollars. Then you're going to be in the market. Moose and, and sorry, dumb it down for my brain a little bit. If if you know uh, someone does find a, a new build or whatever for let's say 300 and they've got that 30,000 does that mean because they've got 10 percent they don't need savings attached to that right now well some banks it comes down to the bank that you're going to go with okay. some will treat it as bona fide savings some won't right so you still should have a savings history this is really just an assistance it's just to help get you uh through the door yeah but you want to make sure you've got your savings in place you want to make sure you've got a good history with your bank and uh, try and get as close to the 20% deposit as you possibly can because you've still got to pay lender's mortgage insurance if mm. your deposit's under, 20, uh, under 20%. Boring. Which you don't want to do. It's expensive. Now, the, one of the big changes with this as well is that they're mentioning that this applies to granny flats. How does that work? You, your parents have got an existing property and you can use that to build? 
Um, yeah, that's a really grey area. This is all sort of coming around because of the living crisis that's happening at the moment. Uh, I reckon there's going to be a little bit of suck and see on this one. They're going to have to go through and have a look because they're supposed to be arm's length transactions. They're supposed to be at market value and they're supposed to be on separate titles. So it's not quite clear how the granny flats are going to work. But uh, I think we're in for a few changes over the next sort of 12 to 24 months. All right. Well, if you want some uh, more advice in in the world of financial advising, this this is your guy. Did say, and I'm not joking here. I was I was in a horrible way, money wise, and, and James Musa somehow saved my life. So, <laughs> Musa uh, Live Sumo is is the company. Always love catching up with you, mate. Thanks for breaking that one down a little bit for us. No worries, guys. Take it easy. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. I had such a validating moment on the internet yesterday, Elliot. It is so nice in this day and age, in this world of information, that you can access stuff you never knew before that potentially can help you figure out problems that you've had within yourself for a really long time. Not encouraging WebMD, like where people type in their symptoms and find out what they have and it's always brain cancer. Do actually go to medical professionals, but just for light stuff here and there, it's quite good. Like the new incognito tab where whatever you search doesn't get saved in your history, that's changed my life. Okay, yeah, less, less on that line of questioning, more so on an article I read about a condition that I'd never heard of before. And that condition is called prosopagnosia or proper prosopag... Anyway, look, it was a written article. I don't know the pronunciation, but it's along along those lines. And basically, it is known as face blindness or facial agnosia, which is a neurological disorder characterized by the inability to recognize faces. Mm. So when... I go to parties or events or even just at work and forget people's names almost immediately. I forget who they are. It's actually apparently a condition. Okay. So I I get the name thing, by the way. I'm someone that, and I've got to make a really concerted effort, but for the most part, if I meet someone for the first time and they tell me their name's John, I won't remember it. There's a guy in our Oztag team. I keep calling him Paul. I now know his name's John. For whatever reason, I keep going back to Paul. Oh, it's so much worse to give them the wrong yeah, name. Yeah, I know. I know. He looks like Just a Paul. Just call him mate. I you. But yeah, I know. I get that. We had this issue at Mick Happy Day on the weekend. Anyway, we move on from there. The face one, I'll never forget a face. I don't understand that. Yeah, I'm a bit in between. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It's definitely so do you have this thing been an issue before. I think I 50% have propagonosia. I don't understand how you would have the time to look into this thing when you don't even fully have it. Well, I just want answers. How is it? No, stop. I want to be able to put how? this in my bio. How? I want to be able to tell people this so that they immediately give me a pardon Annabelle, for being crap. Annabelle, how is it that we are 99.9% sure you have ADHD? I would put everything in my bank account on you having ADHD. You won't go and see a medical professional about that, but you will spend seven hours on Google finding out about pugnosia, something that you might have half the time. Bold of you to assume I would ever spend seven hours on something. It was more like 20 minutes. And yeah, it was free. So win. Next, I'm going to find a no, disorder ne- next, for my... Next, you are going to go and get medicated because then you'll start turning up to meetings on top. Don't um, roll your eyes at me. Don't roll I your eyes. Oh, for God's sake. Russia.